Hello, hello, everyone. I'm your host, Karen Yankovic, and this is episode 265 of the Good Girls Get Rich podcast. And I am here today with Jillian Lambert. And I'll tell you about Jillian in a minute. But I want to just just kind of speak. We're still celebrating that. We're still putting these, these episodes out on audio and video. So if you're used to listening to this on whatever your favorite podcast players know, you can go on over to YouTube and listen to this now as well. Um, all the links are wherever you're watching this. So you can you can get to that there. Um, so it's it's been a little fun and it's been a little of a, of a journey for me to shift this over. You would think this would be a simple thing, but it was a little more complicated than I wanted it to be, but here we are. Yeah. So I'm excited to jump in with Jillian. Jillian was, Jillian, I, and I both work with the same admin person. Like we, she introduced us to each other, right? And many of you know or have heard of Dee, Dee Taylor, who um, I adore. And uh, she's like, you need to meet my client, Jillian. And I met Jillian. I'm like, oh, I need to, you need to be on my show. <laughs> so I'm excited to have her here today. Jillian is a seasoned facilitator with a unique blend of hard-earned wisdom and refined skills accumulated over 36 years. With a distinguished 16-year corporate career in various human resources, executive roles, and an inspiring 22-year spiritual journey, she skillfully integrates masculine and feminine energies in all that she offers. Do you guys understand why I wanted to have her here? Uh, Jillian holds <laughs> former HR qualifications and is a certified Enneagram assessor, NIA black belt teacher, and global facilitator. Her lifelong passion for cultivating a centered life resonates in all her endeavors from corporate boardrooms to intimate kitchen table gatherings. Jillian's depth of expertise and insights lay the foundation for transformation, transformative experiences, guiding individuals towards personal growth in a sustainable and centered space. And I want to hear about all those things. Jillian, I'm so happy to have you here today. <laughs> it's such an honor to be here. I am really looking forward to chatting to you, Karen. Yeah, I feel like we have a lot of alignment in, you know, starting in corporate and and also the 22-year spiritual journey and just how that all entwines, right, into yeah. where we are today. You know, I don't lead with the fact that, you know, I am a Reiki master and I'm certified in dream coaching, but it is infused into everything I do. Right. And it is, yeah. um, yeah. it's not something I do any anymore at all separately, but how can it not be infused into everything I do? Right. So, um, mm -hmm. and, and you know what, like 22 years ago, it wasn't as, as baked in to our culture as it is today. Right. It was yeah. people looking like, yeah. what were you doing? I remember when I first yeah. got Reiki certified, my kids were like, what is that? I'm like, it's like the force. Like, you know, like they were <laughs> old Star Wars fans. I'm like, it's like the force. You have to just, you know, you just have to under, you have to like learn to ma master the force, you know, because nobody even heard of it then. Right. Yeah. So yeah. tell me about your journey. Like, I know we heard the formal version mm -hmm. of it, but um, what brought you from human resources? To what you're doing today, and then let's talk about what you're doing today. But what? Tell us a little bit about okay. your journey. So I'm South African, born and bred, and I was raised in a traditional middle class family. And as many people that have been raised similar to me, maybe your audience will relate. Some people would relate to that, where you raised, you go through school, you need to get an education, and you need to get a job. That's what you do, right? And then you retire. That's that was the trajectory that I was born into. <laughs> Yep, and I never here. questioned it. Yeah, yeah, I had no no reason to question it. So I went forth and did that. And then I moved really quickly through my corporate career. I never got married. I chose not to get married. And I chose to focus on my cor corporate career because that's what I thought I'm supposed to be doing, right? That's ticking mm -hmm. the box. 
And then at the young age of 36, I was a director of one of the multinational companies that came from, to, from the States to South Africa. And I was sitting in this huge office, in this corner office, you know, as you had as a director in those days, this big desk and this big chair. I felt a little bit like Goldilocks, like completely out of place. <laughs> everything was too big. I'm quite a small person, so everything was too big. And I knew that something was missing. I ticked all these boxes, but I had this deep emptiness in me. And I don't know if, if you can relate to that or if anyone in the audience can relate to that, where I was working hard, I was doing everything I needed to be doing, I was getting accolades, and yet it just was empty. I wasn't satiated at all. And I decided then to take a leap, and I resigned. And I resigned wow. to nothing. I didn't have anything planned. Um, and I just had wow. this feeling that there was more. So I jumped and I, I left, moved back down to Cape Town. Yeah. Wow. So what did you do? I spent the first year, thank goodness for friends. I spent the first mm -hmm. year working for a friend who had a manufactured bed linen. And I worked in her factory and kept myself busy and earned a tuppence of what I was getting in my previous role. And I took that year just to really, I guess, connect back to me as best as I could and go like, well, mm -hmm. what, do, what do I want to do? And then things started to unfold because of my experience. People started to ask me for advice on human resources and their businesses. So I started to consult and I started to create my HR business from there. And at the same time, my, I guess, my spiritual inquiry into life began as well. Okay. Okay. Well, so what did that look like? Well, uh, the portal, if I could call it that, was yoga. Mm -hmm. And I okay. had um, been, I'd been doing yoga in my corporate career because I had been told by my coach that I needed to have balance. So I went off and did yoga. And because I'm very flexible, I could get away with being in class and doing all the moves without anyone thinking that I actually wasn't present in class. <laughs> so when I left corporate, I decided that I would really deepen my yoga practice, like properly, okay. like do it properly. Mm -hmm. And I found a teacher close by to me and that's where I dived in. And I started to delve into the different Jill the Jill that was on the yoga mat that didn't have to be in a board meeting and didn't have to produce results. And who was I then if I wasn't that? Right. Uh, right. And then, and then the journey began. And I think I mentioned to this to you when I chatted, uh, chatted previously was I then went to Greece that following year for the first time. And, uh, that was the real first time I went and I started to claim back these pieces of who I was like the little Jilly, the fun Jilly, the carefree Jill, and uh, slowly but surely claimed those little pieces like Mercury coming back together into a little mm -hmm. collective. Yeah. Cool. So eventually you kind of spun a business around this, right? You were, so, so how would you describe that? Like as you started to step back into the business world, because I feel like this is a journey I know I can relate to some of it. I never had the the courage to just walk away from something, but because um, that takes a lot of courage and confidence in yourself, right? But also, I'm sure some planning and pre-planning, and you know, having the resources to be able to do that. So, so when you started to work your way back into the business, what did you do? Mm. 
Well, I started uh, with the mainstream traditional human resource stuff because that was safe. It was easy. I knew it like the back of my hand and I could right. get money, which was the most important thing that I needed to get an right. income. So I started to do that and I built a business up. I did consulting for various companies. And then from the, what, I, what I would say that that would be the transactional human resource stuff. So onboarding, recruitment, policies, that sort of stuff in a bundle. And after a couple of years, after sitting and learning practices and starting to meditate, I actually, I guess the turning point now that you asked me this question is when I started to work with Estee Lauder. And okay. Estee Lauder had a group of women only, basically, in their organization. And I started to work with women in business. And then okay. things started to change around creating life-work balance. How do I bring my whole self to work when I have a family at home? Or how do I navigate this duality of being a leader and still being compassionate? So those elements started to come into what I was offering. And I started to blend them more and more in my training, in my coaching, in my team build facilitations, in working with entrepreneurs and doing workshops with entrepreneurs. I started to build in much more of a balanced, I would say, set of skills rather than it being purely transactionally focused. Right. So there was a lot about helping people learn how to become an authentic, vulnerable, compassionate leader. It doesn't right. make you weak. It makes right. you stronger, actually. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And you know what? It take, yeah. That takes confidence, right? It takes yeah. confidence to understand yeah. that, that being able to say, I'm not sure, let me check it out, or I can't because yeah. of this. That takes confidence, right? So, Absolutely. Yeah. And I love that you, you talk about the, the masculine and feminine of all of this because it can be, it is always blended, right? But it's just a matter of having that confidence to be okay with that. Right. And, yeah. and yeah, you know, so many, so many of the women that I talk to, and I know that listen to this, that, that listen or now watch this show, um, they've so, they're so brilliant. They've such expertise and they've got, you know, yeah. years of this, but yet there's just roadblocks. There's these blocks in the way I need to be like this, or I need to be like that. Like it was interesting when you said I ticked all the boxes, um, so I didn't get married and I dove into my corporate job and here I was like, I ticked all the boxes. I got married and had kids, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, so this, it's interesting how everybody's boxes are a little different too, but, but when yes. we're doing it, maybe not for the re right reasons, right? Not that I for one second regret my kids, but, but it's, yeah. it's, it, you know, that's not all done for the right, for, for, I don't know. I guess maybe there's no right or wrong reasons. Right. But it's, yeah. it was, it's, it's being, having the space. I feel like, I feel like what the spirituality does with all of this is it gives you the the quiet of mind to kind of be more intentional about the choices that you make. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And, you, right. and I totally agree. There's no, I don't think there's right and wrong. And I do my best to stay away from, from that kind right. of vocabulary, even when I'm coaching and someone was like, mm -hmm. did I do the wrong thing or have I chosen the wrong decision? And I said, it's never about right and wrong ever. Yeah. It's always about, what pulled you and diving into that. And the more we do that, the more we can understand how we operate. Mm -hmm. Each of us is so unique. We're so absolutely unique. And we know this scientifically from our fingerprints and from our DNA. And yet right. we want to be, be like the person. Oh my gosh, it's so like, true. You know? 
And it's it's like, just be you. You're magnificent. Just be you and do you. That's all you got to do. And I right. think as soon as we move away from that, as soon as we move away from how am I supposed to be doing this, whether you're parenting, whether you've been a wife or whether you've been a partner, whether you've been a business owner, there's no book written on the perfect model, right? You, you just be you. That's the perfect model and follow that intuition. And I think that's where that spirituality and I guess business sense merge then because of course they're business principles that make good business practices. And mm -hmm. at the same time, there's an opportunity for every single person to bring their uniqueness, no matter what that is and no matter right. what they do. So I think and, and doing, thank goodness, yeah. right? And thank yeah, goodness absolutely. there is. Yeah. So you're still doing some of this corporate work, right? You still yes, do work yeah, yeah. with corporations, but you also Absolutely. have, you're also stepping into a new, um, or maybe it's not new for you, but it, you're, you're stepped into another um, line of business, right? So mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about that. So I do, yes. Yeah, so the corporate business is still very much there. And I work a lot now with boards and executives and teams around this kind of philosophy to deepen trust so that they can navigate more, authentically in the business world and more sustainably. And then since 2011, my sister and I have been taking groups to Greece, the place that I went to in 2005 to start unexpectedly claiming myself back. We started to, as a side hustle, for lack of a better word, take groups to Greece. Um, my sister's a yoga teacher. I do, I'm a NIA teacher and we both have a toolbox of experience of modalities. And from last year, we decided to really notch this up and for it to become a real adult business. And because of that, now we're launching three retreats next year. We'll still do Greece. Greece is our signature trip. And we do local retreats here in South Africa as well. So we'll continue to do that. But we have taken it to the next level in terms of what we're offering. So... Tell, like, tell us about the retreats. What are the intention of the of the retreats? So, the intention across all three retreats next year, the commonality of it is. And when you say recreate. next year, just in case you're listening to this in future, we're talking about yes, 2024. 2024. <laughs> 2024. 2024. Thank you. Yes. So, our intention for 2024 retreats across all three of them, the commonality is we create a safe space for the participants to create space for themselves. And what we mean by that is we'll meet you wherever you're at. There's no, there's no entry requirement. So we meet you wherever you're at, whether you are a mom that is absolutely exhausted and just needs to sleep, or whether you're a business executive that needs space to think, or whether you're anything in between that just wants to have a good holiday, that's organized well, where you can do what you want to do that's what we do. We create a safe space for you to show up authentically with where you're at. That's number one. Number that. two is, yeah, number two is we have a framework for all three and each, each of them has a slightly different theme. And in there, we follow the motto of staying focused with the essence and free on the form. So we do not have an itinerary that gets eight o'clock on the bus, nine o'clock swimming, 10 o'clock. We do not do that. We okay. create an organic space where we'll do movement every day. 
that we can guarantee you, and we offer that movement to all levels of uh, human being fitness and mobility. And in between that, we then navigate what the group needs are, and we'll do outings, or we'll do workshops, or we'll play in between. So that runs across all the work we do, those emphasis. The exciting thing for next year, and I know this is predominantly a women's show, but the exciting thing for next year is we're offering space in the first retreat for people to come that are men and women. Oh, and that's fun. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. yeah, and the reason why we're doing that is because we've done this for so many years and we've had goddesses come or women come four or five times and they're like, please can I come now with my partner and please okay. can we do something where I can share this joy mm-hmm. of being in a Greek village with them. So the first one is a mixed gender It's called A Taste of Greece, and that's exciting, it's adventurous, it's fun, it's pretty light. Um, We will do daily movements and we'll drop seeds of spirituality in, but it's not going to be very deep and very focused on journey work. It's going to be quite light. Mm -hmm. And then the second one's called Awakening the Goddess Within. And this is one for women who are wanting time and space to do an inner journey. And in there, we still go for outings and we still have fun. And if you want to sip cocktails at sunset, we still do all of that. And at the same time, we offer tools and practices where you can do some introspection and go, where am I? What's calling me? What do I need to heal? Mm -hmm. What has been asked of me? And that's, those two are both in Greece. And then the third one's called Nurturing the Goddess Within, and that one's in Portugal. And the theme for that one, again, is for women who want to dive deeper into understanding how they are in relationship with others. So it's very much about nurturing the person in order for you to show up better in inverted commas in your relationships with friends, family, clients, siblings. Etc. Yeah. So there, there's a thread that runs through all three of them, and then there's a different focus for people that are looking for different things right now. Yeah, I. You know what? It's so interesting. You know, of of course, as we're moving into 2024, we're coming out of years where we couldn't travel to Greece and things like that. So how did that impact? Like, you know, so from the business perspective, right, you've got this business, this corporate business, but then, and then this side hustle, which you called it, but it also sounds like really a passion business as well, but hopefully a profitable one. Um, Tell us a little bit about that journey was, you know, how did you manage a retreat business when people couldn't leave their house, never mind their state? So what we did is we have um, we have just under ninety women that have joined us over the last um, wow top fifteen or how many were we twenty three from twenty eleven to now um, we've had about we've got eighty nine people actually that have joined us some once and some five times so what we did when COVID hit is we obviously couldn't do the retreats for us in South Africa. It affected us for 20 and 21, those two years. So what we did for our inner group um, is that we did online uh, events where we did a reunion online, we did workshop online, we connected online. And then both my sister and I started to do a lot more online work. So she took her yoga and her Ayurvedic knowledge online. And I took my toolbox of wisdom online, whether it's authenticity immersions or behavior styles assessments, 
and we, and we just we just went online with yeah. some of the things we would do. You know, we kind of separated them out and made these smaller accessible uh, modules, which has turned now into both of us continued business. Uh, oh, great. It's That's just, awesome. Well, it's global. You know, we right. have a global audience, which is so fantastic. Yeah. So who are these retreats most suited for? So I would say that our main audience are women, except for that first week in Greece next year, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, are mainly women between the ages of 35 and up. So we've had women that are in their 70s come to Greece with us. And I would say they for women that are seeking a pathway to deepen their authenticity is the one area. So we really have this yearning when people come, they really want to understand who they are. And I often quote, um, there was a movie called Runaway Bride. I don't know if you ever watched it with Julia yes, Roberts yes. in it. Mm -hmm. yeah. And my famous, my favorite, favorite line of that movie that talks into this is right at the end, I think she got married three times or something. And right at the egg was right at the end was this this clip around her finally trying to figure out how she likes her eggs in the morning, right? Because she had always just done it the way her partner right. wanted them. And I always say, come and find out how you like your eggs, basically. Oh my gosh, uh, that's amazing. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. And can I just tell you this? I can so relate to that. And I think I'm sure many of the people listening are. And I'm thinking about, you know, which is one of the, one of the things I love about you offering this is that you know, so many, I, I hope more women, I mean, my mission is for more women to, to, to get clear on how they can support themselves. Right. Yes. Um, but even like my, you know, there's never, I feel like it's always a journey. And even myself, like I am participating in something this year, uh, that is so, that I've committed is solely for my personal growth and not my business yes. growth, not my family, not whatever. And, as I kind of felt into it to see, okay, do I want to do this or not? The feeling that I was feeling was completely not recognizable to me. And I was like, well, that's not good. Do you know what I mean? If I don't even, if I don't even recognize this feeling of doing something just for myself, then all this is, you know, that is, and you know, we need to change that. It needs to change. Yeah. So, yeah you know, we say this and I, you know, I mean, my entire business is around supporting women, not necessarily as much in their self journey, but in their more in their business journey, but still that's, a, it, I believe solely that the work that I'm doing on myself is going to mm -hmm. also support my business and my family and all the people. Absolutely. And we've know this, I've probably said this a hundred times, you know, put your mask on first on the plane. Like we, we intellectually know this, but yeah making the space and the time and the investment for oh, it, it just doesn't happen. And I, I don't know why that is. So, so do you, do you find that to be a challenge? Do you find that there's women that are just such a perfect fit and so in need of this, but are, have a hard yeah. time making that decision to say yes? Very much so. It's spot on. And it's um, one of my favorite quotes that I, that I use in my coaching as well is, can you disappoint others to be true to yourself? And that was one of my, it's been Ooh. one of my mantras my whole life. And wow. what I find what I find is a generic, and this this will change depending on societies and communities and where, where women are, but I, I'm going to generalize, which I don't do often, mm -hmm. but generally because of how life has unfolded over the many, many centuries that we've existed in it, women haven't had the luxury 
of being on top of their list to make their choice first. We haven't. Right. We we have had to be second. We were, you know, we all the way through to not voting, all the way through yes. to all the way through to patriarchy. I'm not going to get into any of those debates. No, now, and I agree with you. And I honestly think and I and I yeah. watched that play out with people I know during the pandemic who they believe themselves to be, and I believe them to be more awakened and feminist. And I watched it happen where, you know, men had an office and got to close the door because they had to go to work and women were taking their laptop in the car with them to finish their Zoom call while they were driving their kid to school. Do you know what I mean? Or to to think, right? Like for some, exactly. I watched it happen and I was exactly. like, how is this still happening? And I know these people and I know yeah. that if I pointed it out to them, they would be a little blown away by it, right? But yet it's still, yeah. we're still doing it. Spot on. Yeah. That is the first answer to the question because that is, the, and that is implicit and unconscious most of mm -hmm. the time. Yeah. So all the way through, I mean, I can give you the example of, on, and my sister won't mind me sharing this because it's part of the story of how we ended up doing our first retreat. But she had two youngsters, two young children at the time. And I called her from Greece in 2010 and I said, I've been called from powers above to do a retreat in Greece next year. And I need you to come and do the yoga. And she said, you're crazy. I can't, I wouldn't, I just can't, it's impossible. <laughs> right. And I, I wiggled and found my way through it. And eventually I got her to come by me. The only way I got her to come was to say to her and convince her that it was work. Okay. And she had to come because it was work. Right. Under no other circumstances could that right. change happen in her brain right. in terms of, Oh my God, how can I leave my children? And what did my partner say? And she went through strife for years for making that choice of putting herself in that position. And this is the reality. When I have info sessions, like we're doing an info session tomorrow night and people come on the call and I can guarantee it's going to happen again tomorrow where people say, it sounds wonderful and it's lovely, but I, I just can't come. And when you dive into the, I just can't come, it's not about the money and it's not mm -hmm. about the time. It's about... I don't deserve to give this to myself. Right. So that's that's right. the rule. Right. And when you're coaching women in business, the reason why this is so important, and you and it would be interesting if you find this, is that when a woman comes to you and says, I've got this product and this is who I am and this is what I'm doing, if there's not complete alignment to her authenticity, the success rate will be different. I see that yeah. in the woman that I work with is that if they're not aligning completely to who they are and what they offer, then it shows up energetically. Yeah. But it's this default. I don't deserve this. I've got to be here for the children and I've got to be here for my husband or my partner. And I've got to be here for the business I started. And, right. and I'm on number five, six, seven, eight, or nine on the list. That's right. what it is. And yeah. we, we've got to get ourselves to the top of the list. We've got yes, to get up there. Yes, yes. And it changes everything. So, Completely. okay. So there's, I'm sure there's people, I hope, I know there's people listening going, I love that idea of that. <laughs> um, and hopefully, so we're going to let them know there'll be links all over the place on how you can connect with Jillian and find out more about these retreats. But what about the people that truly just are not in a place right now where they can come to Greece or South Africa? Yeah, yeah. Do you do anything um, virtually? Yes. So there's a, there's a range of options virtually. Um, there's a couple of free options that I do. The, the one is a standard new moon intention setting session. I do every new moon and it's online and you don't have to have a video. You just, it's a 
45 minutes for yourself. And I do that in the evenings in South Africa. So I think for a lot of your audience, it should work. And that's right. a middle of the day in here in New Jersey, yeah. in the US. So yeah. that how people find out about those? Those are all on my website, jillianlambert.co.za okay. uh, is my website. Those are all on there. And then I'm going to be launching my calendar for next year where there's a variety of other things that will suit time and budget. So that's everything from, I do 21 day journeys in the beginning of the year, I do a healthy habits journey and that's great. We have a global community. It doesn't take a lot of time and energy. That's a free offering I give. And then people get to know me and if they like me, then they can start journeying with me on different things. So you don't have to be able to fly to Greece or to Portugal um, have a look at my website, see what calls you, reach out to me. Uh, there are lots of different options that you can join me in on an online uh, platform. And you have a gift for our, our listeners for those online yes, workshops. I do. do you not? Tell, yes. tell us about yes. that. So because you're so far away, <laughs> and I doubt you'll be flying to South Africa in the near future, um, I'm happy to offer all your listeners the 30% off my paid offerings for next year that are online. So my online offerings, which are unfolding when the calendar comes out, feel free to use the code that you're going to share just now, and you can get 30% yep. any of those. So whether it's a, a one-day workshop or whether it's a weekend retreat online or whether it's a five-day immersion, there are very different offerings that will be coming up that you can choose from. And the code you would use is Karen Y. So use the code Karen Y to get that 30% discount, which is awesome, which is awesome. And honestly, I think that everybody needs to do this. Everybody that listens, <laughs> you know, certainly listen, you know, my entire business really is lifting women up and wanting there to be more wealthy women in the world. Cause I think women with money can change the world and they can make choices. Like I'm going to Greece and I'm going to pay somebody to bring food into my family for the week while I'm in Greece. Right. So whatever, whatever that is, that's holding them back. So I, you know, at the heart of all of that though, is are, are, do you, are you feeling supported? So um, I want to just talk for one minute about our, our program or she's linked up accelerator program is yes. the program that is the, it's the place to get going in our program because we fully support women to learn how to step into these new identities. So many of the women listening to this show and that uh, we support are really reinventing themselves post pandemic, just as they step into their new chapter. And we want to help them not just reinvent themselves, but rise up while they're doing that. And mm. And know that they're all of this is there for them, right? If they yeah. and and it's not just about, you know, I can give them strategies all day long. You can give them strategies all day long, but the strategies alone are going to just keep them stuck, right? Like, yeah. look behind me. I got fifty thousand books in my house, and if books <laughs> changed my thought, my life, I wouldn't need another one, right? It's the it's the one to it's the talking to people it's the energy work it's the energetics it's the the vibe that surrounds you that that changes yeah. everything and retreats like Jillian offers and programs like our she's linked up accelerator program are the kinds of things where these are groups of women that are committed to doing this and doing it together yeah. right doing it together and not yeah. being like feeling like a lone wolf or not feeling like they don't know where to get started. We know how to help you get started. So if you want to know what that looks like, just go on over to karenyankovich.com slash call. Again, all these links are in all the notes, wherever you're listening or watching to this, just go on over to karenyankovich.com slash call and you can grab a spot and you get to hang out with people. And D, our mutual, beautiful, 
amazing person, um, is the per- first person you meet because she supports all of our our um, clients in on our, our students in just making sure that they are. Dee's whole role in my business is to make my clients happy. Like that's it. Yay. That's what she does. Yay. And I, because so many women are not going to ask for that help, so we yeah. like proactively make sure they're getting the support that they need. So. Jillian, thank you so much for being here today and doing this with me. I, I will put links to all of this. Definitely, you want to connect with Jillian. Um, we've got you know her 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 stuff, her her social media links and everything in in the show notes. You want to connect with her. I'm definitely going to check some of this stuff out because I think it sounds amazing. And you know, if you loved what you hear today, heard today, I would love for you to take a quick screenshot of what you're listening to, share it on social media, tag me, tag Jillian you know, we'll support you. Like we're here to support women, right? So, so share this with your networks so that we can share your post with our networks and everybody gets more juice from that. Everybody just gets more loving from that. Right. So I would love for you to do that. Um, you know, if you loved what you heard today, we love your reviews, wherever you're listening to this, um, follow the show on Apple podcasts or whatever you're listening. Now that we're on YouTube, hit the little bell and get, follow us on YouTube. So you don't, miss an episode and know that if there's also a link in in the show notes to speak pipe where you can leave me an audio message I, you know as much as i love this the, one of the reasons we moved to video and audio is cuz i feel like it's a little bit more it's a little bit less me feeling like I'm talking at you. I know that I still am talking at you, right? But I feel a little bit less like I'm speaking with you. At least I get to speak with Jillian and you can watch that. But even the solo shows, I get to, I feel like I get to speak with you. But the speak pipe link gives me the opportunity to respond to you, right? Like you leave me a message. Tell me what you thought of this episode. Tell me if you have a guest you think I should interview. Tell me a topic you'd like to hear me talk about. Call me out or call Jillian out on something you heard today and tell us what you think about it. You know, we're here for that. And I respond to every single one of those personally with a personal voice response. So, um, and it's me, not some AI bot. So I would love for you to do that and know that we're going to continue to be here for you. We're going to continue to bring the show to you every week with beautiful women like Jillian to, uh, introduce. I love being able to introduce the people in my world to you. And, um, yeah, Jillian, thanks so much for being here today. It was such an honor. And I'm just so grateful for women like you in the world that are doing incredible, incredible work bringing this message, supporting other women. Um, I think it's so needed in our times and I'm so looking forward to continuing this journey that we can support each other. Well, right back at you, right back at you. Thanks so much for being here. Pleasure.